If it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. If it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. Happy Thursday, everybody. Hope the heat is doing you very, very well. It's hot fun in the summertime, but you know so many of us are not quite having too much fun because there is just so much in our world going on. And I don't know about you, but I am working overtime to stay sane, you know. Uh, There's just so much stress, stress that's happening in our lives that we have something to do with. Stress is happening in our country. I am just um, overwhelmed with sadness and grief on what's happening at our southern, the southern borders of the United States. It's just absolutely uh, horrifying, and it saddens me uh, that we are experiencing this catastrophic uh, period in our lives in 2018. And I can just imagine, you know, you know, this is this is this this is really to represent the history of this country. And we always think that we're getting better, and I do believe we are getting better. Uh, but you know, we have these moments in history that reminds us that we are not as far as we think that we are. So I solicit your prayers today for just plain, praying for all of our children. All of our children everywhere, everybody's children, uh, but particularly those who are uh, just going through the unnecessary grief and trauma uh, at our southern borders. Please do that. And, you know, mental health is serious in our community. Mental health, you know, we cannot talk about mental health enough, you know, because it is such a stigma around uh, mental health and mental health disorders, you know, we'll just say, girl, you know, you know she crazy. Or we'll say, you know, you know that brother crazy. Man, yeah, man, he's been crazy for a long, we, you know, we talk, we talk about it flippantly, but the reality is, is that we really do not address mental health uh, the way we address diabetes and and cancer and all of those other ills that we talk more about with still a lot of stigma around all of these diseases. But in the black community, we really cannot talk about mental health enough. Uh, you may know that we have, you know, just tremendous higher rates of suicide. When I was a little girl, you didn't hear about black people killing themselves. That was unheard of. And now, you know, every day, every week, uh, we have just too many uh, Americans and too many African Americans um, uh, committing suicide uh, in our families, you know, in our neighbors' families, in our friends' families, in our churches, too many pastors committing suicide. There is something uh, major happening, and we need to begin to take Uh, all of our rose-colored glasses off and talk about mental health. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Uh, We're going to, we are so happy that uh, Sangu Dele, who is from Ghana, mm -hmm, who is from Ghana, he's a entrepreneur and a clean water activist. And he, we are going to pick up on his TED Talk 
conversation uh, about there's no shame in taking care of your mental health. This is a, this is a powerful presentation by our brother uh, Dele from uh, Ghana. And uh, I hope that you will get your paper out, take some notes. Uh, even if you don't, say amen when you need to say amen. Uh, and play it over and over and over again. Send this podcast to everybody you know. And just say, hey, while you're driving, on your long trip, on your short trip, check out check out Dr. P on the pod and Brother Sangu Dele from Ghana. You know it. You got it. If it's Thursday, it's got to be Dr. P on the pod. Last year was hell. It was my first time eating Nigerian jollof. Actually, in all seriousness, I was going through a lot of personal turmoil. Faced with enormous stress, I suffered an anxiety attack. On some days, I could do no work. On other days, I just wanted to lay in my bed and cry. My doctor asked if I'd like to speak with a mental health professional about my stress and anxiety. Mental health? I clammed up and violently shook my head in protest. I felt a profound sense of shame. I felt the weight of stigma. I have a loving, supportive family and incredibly loyal friends, yet I could not entertain the idea of speaking to anyone about my feeling of pain. I felt suffocated by the rigid architecture of our African masculinity. People have real problems, Sangu. Get over yourself. The first time I had mental health, I was a boarding school student, fresh off the boat from Ghana at the Petty School in New Jersey. I had just gone through the brutal experience of losing seven loved ones in the same month. The school nurse, concerned about what I had gone through, God bless her soul, she inquired about my mental health. Is she mental? I thought. Does she not know I'm an African man? Like Okonko in Things Fall Apart, we African men neither process nor express our emotions. We deal with our problems. We deal with our problems. I called my brother and laughed about Oibo people, white people, and their strange diseases, depression, ADD, and those weird things. Growing up in West Africa, when people used the term mental, what came to mind was a madman with dirty, dreadlocked hair, bumbling around half-naked on the streets. We all know this man. Our parents warned us about him. Mommy, mommy, why is he mad? Drugs. If you even look at drugs, you end up like him. <laughs> Come down with pneumonia, and your mother will rush you to the nearest hospital for medical treatment. But dare to declare depression. 
and your local pastor will be driving out demons and blaming witches in your village. According to the World Health Organization, mental health is about being able to cope with the normal stresses of life, to work productively and fruitfully, and to be able to make a contribution to your community. Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and our social well-being. Globally, 75% of all mental illness cases can be found in low-income countries. Yet most African governments invest less than 1% of their healthcare budget on mental health. Even worse, we have a severe shortage of psychiatrists in Africa. Nigeria, for example, is estimated to have 200 in a country of almost 200 million. In all of Africa, 90% of our people lack access to treatment. As a result, we suffer in solitude, silenced by stigma. We as Africans often respond to mental health with distance, ignorance, guilt, fear, and anger. In a study conducted by Aboleda Flores, directly asking what is the cause of mental illness, 34% of Nigerian respondents cited drug misuse. 19% said divine wrath and the will of God. 12% witchcraft and spiritual possession. But few cited other known causes of mental illness, like genetics, socioeconomic status, war, conflict, or the loss of a loved one. The stigmatization against mental illness often results in the ostracizing and demonizing of sufferers. Photojournalist Robin Hammond has documented some of these abuses in Uganda, in Somalia, and here in Nigeria. For me, the stigma is personal. In 2009, I received a frantic call in the middle of the night. My best friend in the world, a brilliant, philosophical, charming, hip young man, was diagnosed with schizophrenia. I witnessed some of the friends we'd grown up with recoil. I heard the snickers. I heard the whispers. Did you hear he has gone mad? He started torture, derogatory, demeaning commentary about his condition, words we would never say about someone with cancer or someone with malaria. Somehow, when it comes to mental illness, our ignorance eviscerates all empathy. I stood by his side as his community isolated him, but our love never wavered. Tacitly, I became passionate about mental health, inspired by his plight. I helped found the Mental Health Special Interest Alumni Group at my college. And during my tenure as a resident tutor in graduate school, 
I supported many undergraduates with their mental health challenges. I saw African students struggle and unable to speak to anyone. Even with this knowledge and with their stories in tow, I in turn struggled and could not speak to anyone when I faced my own anxiety. So deep is our fear of being the madman. All of us, but we Africans especially, need to realize that our mental struggles do not detract from our virility, nor does our trauma taint our strength. We need to see mental health as important as physical health. We need to stop suffering in silence. We must stop stigmatizing disease and traumatizing the afflicted. Talk to your friends. Talk to your loved ones. Talk to health professionals. Be vulnerable. Do so with the confidence that you are not alone. Speak up if you are struggling. Being honest about how we feel does not make us weak. It makes us human. It is time to end the stigma associated with mental illness. So the next time you hear mental, do not just think of the madman. Think of me. Thank you. I hope you have enjoyed our presentation today. Uh, there's no shame in taking care of your mental health. Let, and let's everybody say that. There's no shame in taking care of your mental health. We are all under too much stress, and we have to consciously think about how to find rest, how to find relaxation, how to find peace. Mm how to find peace. So as I close out this podcast, I wish you peace. I wish you the peace that passeth all understanding. God's peace, the love of Jesus Christ's peace. Just peace, 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 peace. Peace. I'll see you next week. Yep, next Thursday. I'll be right here, Dr. P, on the pod. Peace. <laughs>